When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Another week, another hour. Welcome to the BHNX Sun Devil Show. Presented by Neutral. I'm Anthony Totri. This guy right here. Big Pokey, Shane Diefenbach. It is time for another walk of shame because Arizona State fell flat, couldn't get it done in the final minute of the game uh, in their loss to Dion, Coach Prime Sanders, and the Buffs, 27-24. Shane, I was hoping that we'd be able to get you on here for a celebratory post-game show. First one in a minute. And I like I like I'm a little white the man. character is sad. Shane is a lot better, I think. I the think character is sad. Yeah, Shane? I think he's a lot more intriguing to the viewers. Like uh-huh. I think Shane is just kind of like this guy who's like, yeah, this basketball team is gonna be good this year, guys. I promise. And then they win 19 games, and you're, I'm like, I told you, kind of. Um, I yeah, uh, this I mean, they, they, this is a very ASU game. We're gonna get to all the numbers and stuff because like some of them are just insane. Um, but that one really hurt, and I'm sure it hurt for you. This was your this was my Super Bowl. No, this was your Malcolm Butler one yard line interception Super Bowl. It's what that was. I've experienced that. Look, this was the the most frustrating part about this. Look, you can't see it on camera, but I got a vein that's like bulging here because I'm so. I'm just frustrated because this is a team that in that first half, they look like the better team. In the first half of this game against CU, they were the better team. They played their guts out. Trent Borgay outperformed Shador Sanders. Kenny Dillingham outcoached Coach Prime. And then you get to the second half, and the offense goes missing until that last drive. Yeah. And, and now we're just left here with, like, what was that? What, like, well, how like, did it get to that the, point? So we can take our moral victories, and I understand I taking I know, and I understand taking those. It's year one, da-da-da. Like, we're seeing improvement week after week. It hasn't translated, but the problem is there's a glaring, glaring, glaring issue. It's that for big periods of time, in games, this team just is gone. They've collapsed. They are non-existent. For for 95% of that fourth quarter, where was the offense? It was nowhere. They couldn't get anything going. And the entire third. I, I mean, yeah. It, it, the entire third quarter, ASU's offense didn't do a 95% thing. 95% of the second half. Didn't do a single thing. Now that last drive was really awesome. Trent Borg 95, gave him, 95 yards in two minutes and 30 seconds. Which is which is really awesome, I think, for Sunnable fans to see because last week when you got you turn on the tape of Cal, right? The defense forces a stop on the one yard line and they have the opportunity to go win the game 99 yards and they're unable to do it. 
now they do it, and you're like, okay, there's a real shot at overtime. And what was it? Was it literally the very first play yep. of that drive? Shador Sanders heaves one. They get what a 45, 50 yep. yard bomb. Yeah, road tor- road torrents. I haven't seen the like the replay close enough. I don't know what happened on that, but he lost his guy. Completely lost his guy. I don't think it was blown coverage. I think he just got beat because he was a couple steps behind him. Um, and that was the game. I mean. You can't let that happen. College kickers are college kickers. They'll sometimes miss it, but uh, I mean that one was true. He, he, he hit two back to back, and yeah, you just you can't make that much, those mistakes. Like this game deserved overtime, man. This game deserved overtime. It would have been so fun to see. It would have been so fun to see, and it should have got there. When's like, the last time a student section was packed for the late fourth quarter or overtime of an ASU football game? I can't remember. I can't remember. Right? Will in the chat. The unfortunate thing was CU played bad, but ASU played worse. ASU played worse specifically in the second half when it mattered. Right? ASU was the better team in that first half, but when the second half uh, came around, Shador Sanders and Coach Brian, they got it done. Props to them. Right? I've talked my shit about CU for a while now. If you're a CU fan in the chat, give me your worst, man. I deserve it. Like, ASU simply couldn't get it done in the third and the fourth quarter outside of that single drive. And the defense played well. Like you said, we'll get to the numbers in a little bit, but at the end of the day, it shouldn't have come down to that. It shouldn't have come down to, you know, a a final minute drive by Shador Sanders to, to heave one impact play to really be the dagger. Like it, it shouldn't have happened, right? Like. It, it, can you can you tell me what their average rushing yards per attempt was in the second half? Zero point six. Nothing short. Not even average a yard. No, not even close. They were they had eleven rushing yards in the second half. Eleven. That's abysmal. That's absolutely abysmal, man. Look, I just it, it, the defense played so so well. And then you look at that last drive, and it really puts a damper on everything. The team unable still to force turnover, still only one force turnover on the season. Like, that's got to change. I know week in and week out, Brian Ward and the defense are talking about, you know, it, it's going to come. It's going to come. It's going to come. Okay, perfect. You're halfway through the season. You got one turnover. You're getting to the quarterback like crazy. They, they absolutely dominated the line of scrimmage tonight, in my personal opinion. But at the end of the day, if you can't give your offense an offense that struggles in the yeah. second half more opportunities, then you're going to continue to lose. It would be it would be unfair if I didn't say the piece that I'm about to say because I I'm a firm believer in turnover luck. Like it it is just something that you kind of have to fall into. And yeah, you got to put yourself in situations too. And this is the first time that this defensive line looked dominant. And whether that be the defensive line, the scheme, the stunts, or just Colorado's lack of talent on the offensive line. It doesn't matter. They did get there, and they just they could not get one tonight. They couldn't get one. They haven't been able to do that the, the whole season. And I think it'll come, and I think the law of averages will help out, and they'll get a win somewhere down the road. I don't think this team is going to finish with one win for the rest of the year. Um, it, it's it's tough, though, because we say that, and then you look at the remainder of their schedule, and there are some, there are some Goliaths in the Pac-12 that they have to face, man. I, never mind. Washington State. Washington. Like... You got Oregon still. Do they where, Oregon where's the, yeah, where's oh, no. the winnable game outside of U of A? Where's the winnable game? There isn't one. They're not going to be favored in a single game the rest of the season. No, definitely not. They, they weren't favored in a single game this year, or they weren't favored in the game tonight, and the the spread push. Colorado's three-point favorites. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Colorado hit their win total tonight. Three and a half wins. <laughs> it's just... 
it's crazy. It's crazy. Look, we'll see what we'll see what Kenny says post game uh, about Jalen and see if we can get any of that in here. Let's talk about Scat real fast. Okay, let's talk about Scat. Quiz the King brings up. What did Scat do? I think Scat do be hurting a little bit. Uh, Scat was sick and banged up all week long. Yeah. His um, final line tonight was 13 carries for 49 yards and a touchdown. Uh, his longest run was 11 yards. And he averaged 3.8 yards a carry. Yeah. Uh, they just didn't run the ball a ton today. Borgay had nine rushing attempts. It, it's the game plan was just a little strange. I mean, I mean, we knew we knew this was going to be a strange game from from the week at practice. From I mean, what you saw, like we knew this was going to be a weird game. Scat and Jalen did not see the field in the first drive, and then Jalen saw four snaps, five maybe the entire game, like. Which is just look, I'm I'm gonna say it's it's it doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. Okay, there is zero reason. There is zero reason in my mind why Jalen Conyers shouldn't be on the field when yeah. it comes down to crunch time. Shouldn't be on the field. Period. Shouldn't He's be your, on the field. Period. He is your second best pass catcher. If you're if you're saying EK is your best offensive weapon, right? We can't we can't you can't argue that you can't argue that. Go to practice. Look at it. He's the second best offensive player outside of Elijah Badger on the team. In some days, he's first. There is zero reason why a guy who had six catches over 100 yards and three scores last year in this game shouldn't be on the field for 50 percent of the yeah. offensive plays. Yeah. It just makes no sense to me. No, I, it makes no sense, and you got to think there's something else. You got to think there's some there's some reason because. Do we not know ball? As Sean said, do we just not know football? Like, look, we know things, but it, it's some of it just doesn't make a yeah. whole lot of sense, man. Yeah. Some of it doesn't make a whole lot of sense from the conversations I've had, but we'll obviously see what Kenny says post game, uh, and we'll really go from there. But I do want to get to the numbers of tonight's game. Of course, the only one that I missed matters, Shano, I missed this. is CU came out on top score. 27 to 24 over ASU looking at the total yards nearly 400 392 yards for the Sun Devils to CU's 295 Shador Sanders throwing for 239 through the air Trenton Borgay having himself a day 330 yards uh, both defenses really stepping up five ASU sack. five sack ASU uh, specifically in, in that first half uh, and then CU's defense really came alive in that second half time of possession 34 minutes and change for the Sun Devils to 25-12 for CU. That's really been the story for them as they hit on a lot of these big plays. Uh, but Shane, which number stands out the most to you? The time of possession. Yeah. I, I don't understand how this team didn't put in more points. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at the stats in the second half as well. Like, they outscored CU again, or out, outgamed CU again. Had the ball for more than CU did again. Both halves. And they put up seven points. And those seven points came in the last two minutes of the game. The, the conversion opportunities and, and and the capitalization just is not there for this team, whether that be an experience playing with each other. Because obviously I know we're six games in now. And I know this team needs time to gel. But you got to just say at some point, when is it all going to work? If, if, if at all, like, are, is this team going backwards now? They have not been able to convert when they need it most. And you can look at this game as a, a three-point loss to a team in Colorado who has had a lot of hype, especially before the last two games they played. And they got a lot of talent on the field. I mean, they got so many good skill position guys. Yeah. And Shadur Sanders has lit, lit the world on fire yeah. the way he's played. And, and ASU styled him tonight. He was... He was getting beat up. He was getting beat up, and, and he wasn't even that much of a factor. No. Until he scored a rushing touchdown. 
and and still and still despite all of that they could not capitalize it brings me back to the to to their second drive of the game they score a touchdown they force a three and out you gotta get points or something momentum you gotta pin them deep anything and they didn't do it they could not get a first down on that drive and and that feeling of not capitalizing after you have a team and I'm not going to say they're on the ropes because it's the first quarter but I mean you get CU down 14-0 at home in 100 degree weather like this game is different it's 100% different but the game plan the, the it just wasn't there for that second drive nothing worked and and, and, and again, it, I don't know if it's, it's it's injury attrition. I don't know. The, the offensive line was great tonight, which is the most yeah. banged up unit. Or or it's just straight up miscues. But they didn't have it in the moments that mattered most. And that's, I mean, that, that's the biggest thing in here. Yeah. And, and it all it, it all culminates with one of the last plays of the game when Roe Torrance gets beat deep. Like, those are the moments you need to have if you want to win games like this. Those are the moments you need to have. And they had none of those. They had none of the ones that mattered the most. You know, you, Troy Almiri ran a great route, great fade. Great catch. And, and those are the moments you need to have. And they had that one. Other than that, wasn't there. And it hurts. It hurts, too, specifically, obviously, Roy, Roe Torrance getting burned uh, in the defense, really, that last drive. Missing Ed Woods, who got ejected for a hit that didn't need to happen, right? On a, on a punt return, yeah. and the ball was nowhere near him. That hit was not needed. Now he's going to miss the first half of the Washington game after the bye week. Like, that's just a mental error. Yeah. A mental error that really impacts his team down the stretch, uh, and, and it's a tough, tough way for this one to go. Again, ASU losing to Coach Prime in the Buffs, 27-24. to 24. We're going to continue that conversation uh, here in a second. First, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Poco. They are the leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and so much more. They've got the best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandoms. And if you didn't know, the Arizona Diamondbacks are doing the damn thing right now against the Los Angeles Dodgers. It is still baseball season. So, Grab yourself maybe a Aloha shirt, a straw hat, a polo, a bag. They've got everything that you need. Foco always has our back for Arizona sports, and they have yours, too. Get the best gear around by visiting www.foco.com and using code PHNX for all non-presale items. Go ahead and use that promo code PHNX for 10% off. Well, as I said, the people in Vegas really know what they're doing. Yeah, they do. Um, the line was three tonight. Uh, I don't know if you see the... Uh, the final score right there, <clears throat> right there, 24-27. Uh, three points. It was a push if you bet on either side. Uh, and that was a line that closed over at BetMGM. And if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android. Visit BetMGM.com and sign up with that code PHNX. Sign up and deposit at least $10 into your newly created account. Place a wager of at least 10 bucks at standard odds price. And once you have placed that qualifying bet, you will receive $200 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. We got some good stuff coming up. I mean, we got football tomorrow. We got a game at 9.30 or 6.30 in the morning. It's uh, London, baby. In London. Jags and Bills. So we're going to build a little, little cute parlay real Are fast, we? okay? We're going to build a little cute parlay? We're going we're to start with that game and we're going Bills money line. Just a quick, cute little two, okay. minus 250 okay. I'm over, at over at BetMGM. And then we're going to go ahead and look at the Lions game. Panthers and Lions, total is 44. I'm hitting the under on that. Really? Lions might score a lot of points. Bryce Young looks terrified back there. I love that band. He does look But terrified. he doesn't look good. And for my third and final pick, the Tennessee Titans 
are getting two and a half points on the road against the Colts, and I'm taking their money line at minus 130. Wow, wow. with JT coming back. Yep. I, I, that team is good, man. But he's going to be on a snap count. Doesn't mean anything to me. Anthony Richardson is fun to watch. Not great. That probably is about plus 370 over at BetMGM. Get that while you can. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to me talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Yeah, look, it, a, a really tough one for the Sun Devils. And I think we, we've already kind of touched on the fact that it's tough specifically because you look at the way the defense played all night and they really played their guts out. But it is especially tough when you go through the box score and you watch that game and you see at the end of the day the night that Elijah Badger had. Elijah Badger is going to be the one getting bottle service tonight. Shane, this is a guy really, you've been beating the drum on him for the last couple of years now. Elijah Badger, 12 receptions, a buck 34. He was that guy for ASU tonight. He was he was the offense. I mean, he, when you needed when you needed yards, he had that. He was so, so good. I mean, this is just a dude who's so NFL-ready already. I mean, he, I, I said to you guys that when we were on the sidelines pregame, like, that is a dude who is built for the NFL. Yeah. Like, you just look at him in person, uh, and, and man, he is built for the league. I, 12 catches, 134, and I mean, Got he's... in the chat. I uh, know. He is he's something special. He did, he did everything he could tonight. Um, yeah, it wasn't enough. Jalen, do you want to call in? You want to call in, Jalen? What are we going to hear him? That's, I mean, he can give his two cents on the game, and then he can bounce if he wants to. Uh, but, yeah, look, EK had a phenomenal game. Uh, so it, it is really tough. And you look at some of the other guys. Mel Stovall had five catches. Xavier Guillory, four catches. You brought up Troy O'Meary. Uh, he had himself a little bit of a game. Two catches, 42 yards. And then, of course, that touchdown. Thank uh, God. Yeah. Fade that God, was, Troy hey, we've been seeing him do that in practice, though. We've been seeing him do that in practice, he's really. Fade God. And it's – he started off hot, too. He had that drag route that I think went for, like, 25 yards at the start of the game, right? So it was it was really tough uh, for ASU to see the way that this game went. We've talked a little bit about the defense. I do want to get the heat index uh, because there are some other guys outside of EK that had themselves some games, starting with P- Prince Dobra. Dude, Prince Dobra tonight was unstoppable. He was an absolute I'm, dog. I'm going to give him three sacks. I know the stats says three, two and a half. I'm going to give him three. He was so, so good tonight. That defensive line in general, I mean, you see the next guy on the heat index, BJ Green. That, that offense, their defensive line was so good tonight. And, you know, we can say, you know, anything we want about the CU, the CU offensive line, but, man, were they just having their way with that CU front. They, they, both these guys were so, so good. And it, it, it didn't even have to be a TFL. It was just pressure. I mean, the amount of times that Shadur got hit tonight, that should have that should have helped you win the game. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you look at the stats. Again, seven total tackles, two and a half sacks, three and a half tackles for loss. BJ Green also uh, on heat index, seven total tackles for him, five solo, a sack, one and a half TFLs uh, in another QB hurry. Like, this is a defensive line uh, that really was 
on a mission tonight and it feels like it was wasted, right? It feels like the opportunity to go out there and really put the nation on notice. I, I was telling you and Sean when we were down there pregame, like we, ha I haven't seen those sidelines packed with recruits and alumni and fans, etc. outside of that USC game all season long. So this was an opportunity to go out there and go get some of those guys, yeah. right? I said the other day that this was an opportunity for Kenny Dillingham, with all due respect to Coach Prime, to say, hey, I'm the football coach here. I'm the better football yeah. coach. Go out there and out-coach Coach Prime, right? And I think he did that, but when it mattered most down the stretch, it obviously didn't get to that point, okay? It was super, super unfortunate. Obviously, uh, that last drive, we're going to be harping on it really the entire show. But you brought it up earlier. The last member of the Heat Index tonight, none other than that ASU offensive line. I know they gave up five sacks specifically uh, that second half. It wasn't great for them, but... What did you see from kind of a makeshift unit that does have some freshmen starting on that line? Just a just a bunch of dudes that they pulled off off the practice squad. Just, I mean, I'm not to. I'm just, I mean, man, they are so beat up, and that is so hard to just throw together a solid group of guys from from basically second and third stringers. Yeah. And and they they protected Borgay real well tonight. I mean, he had so much time, especially as you said in that first half, but. Yeah, just it wasn't enough, and that's unfortunate that the loss, you know, kind of makes you overlook their effort in the game. It sucks, man. It sucks. Look, he was in the chat. Jalen Kanye was in the chat. I, I know we touched on it just a little bit, but again, I'm, I'm curious as to like, from your perspective, it's just unacceptable, <laughs> right? Like, you gotta have him out there. Yeah, he needs to be out every single play. He needs to be on the field every single play, unless his leg is broken. Jalen Connors needs to be out the war unless he's gassed. He needs to be out there. He's not gassed playing four snaps. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. When you were, it's, it's, it's funny because we were leaving. We left the press box about the third quarter, come down to Illegal Pete's at the end of the third. And you said it then. You're like, he's just going to lose this game. All right, man. You did. You did. All right, man. All right, dude. Let's just let's just out me like that. Am I wrong? No, I didn't. So, but what? Why? Why did you feel like they were going to lose the game? Because I I was with you straight up. Because they had no momentum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was really mean. That was really mean. You felt you're, it. You're though. like leaking my screen. My screenshots I'm not on Instagram. I'm not leaking it. It's, you have to look at again. You can only judge this team based off of what they've put on film and what they've done through the first six weeks of the season. And you look at this team, the only win that they have this year is against a, a shitty win. It's, F it's F one of the F worst, <laughs> one of the worst wins I've witnessed. An FCS team. They haven't beaten an FBS team this season, right? Yeah. Which I don't think it's talked about enough. They have not beaten an FBS team this season. Yeah. That is brutal. So, yeah. but you're you're looking at again. The, what they put out on tape is a team that couldn't get it down, couldn't get it done in the when the going got tough against Cal. A yeah. team that at, had every opportunity to keep it a dogfight against SC, lost in the fourth quarter. Then they got the, the shit kicked out of them against Fresno State. Oklahoma State ran three quarterbacks and they still beat them. Like at a certain point, it's gotta change. It's gotta turn into results. You lost in uh, what looked like an ex ex exhibition game in Cal. They, 
I wouldn't be mad if they if they didn't if it didn't feel like they had a chance to win this one, right? They had every opportunity to go out there and shock everybody. This is the first time that ASU's had a back-to-back -back sellout at Sun Devil Stadium in 16 years. Tragic. It's tragic that it couldn't couldn't translate into at least one win. Because that would have at least given you some life, I feel like, down the stretch. Now, if you're an ASU fan, you're like back-to-back -back sellout 16 years, we didn't get it done. Now what? Now what? Why do, why do we show up? If you're making that pitch, seriously, to an ASU fan who feels like they've been hurt by everything, now what do you do? I mean, you don't have to do anything if you're if you're ASU. You just have to keep winning games or try to start winning games. Like you can't. You, there's no convince. Like there's no take me back, please. Like let's be honest. Let's just be honest with ourselves. The reason why there was such a good crowd tonight and the reason why people stayed till the end of the game is because they wanted to see ASU beat Deion Sanders. That's why they wanted to Fuck, stay. Fuck, man, I wanted to see that. I know you did. I wanted, I've been, Literally everybody since knows Since Deion that. Sanders was hired at CU, I wanted to see this. I wanted to see ASU take down Coach Prime. I wanted it because I disagreed with the way that Coach Prime handled the, the, the departure at Jackson State, the, the way that he booted everybody out of the CU program. And I thought Kenny was the better coach, and I still think Kenny's the better coach. But man, I wanted to see this. I wanted to see it so bad. Now we gotta wait till we get to the Big 12 to see these two go at it again. That game at Folsom next year is gonna be fun. <laughs> Such, it's a damn shame. This game man. was so chippy too, and I, and I kind of love that because I mean it's everybody wants to beat Seaver right now. Everybody does. It's it's all it's all it's all teams want when they see Colorado on their schedule, and, and I love the chippiness, but. You got to put up or you got to shut up, man. Yeah. Look, we've talked obviously a, a lot about ASU and, and rightfully so about the way that went from them. But credit to Coach Prime for making the adjustments in that second half. Shador Sanders obviously leading that, that game-winning drive down the stretch. What did you see from the Buffs in that fourth quarter? Shadur was contained, as I said, most of the game. He's a, I mean, he's he, he's a good quarterback, man. He's he's an NFL-ready quarterback. Like, he's a, he is good. Um, I saw a game that Buffs fans probably aren't too happy with, if I'm being honest. Like, I, I, you see it in the chat saying that they dominated ASU. And I mean, that's just not true. I speak fallacy, as you would say. Like they, that is fallacy. Yeah, I mean, ASU outgained them, out everything them, except for the final score, which is the only thing the that only matters. Thing that matters. Um, but yeah, this is a game that CU, you know, probably wish they would have played a little bit better in, but it doesn't matter because they got the win. I'm not saying... They pulled terrible, but yeah, I, I mean, the, uh, these are two programs that are have completely kind of turned it around. CU, you know, a lot more dramatically than ASU. ASU had a pretty awful year last year, but it's not like they've been as bad as Colorado has been in the last five years. Um, so it's just, I mean, it's these, these two teams are going to be two teams to watch, and I think next year's game and the year after that and the year after that is going to be really fun. Um, we're going to see more Coach Prime recruits. We're going to we're going to see a completely different team again next year for for Colorado and shit, probably even for ASU. Um, yeah, CU has some players, man. They got some really really good skill players, really good skill players. And again, the you can't discount the fact that they're doing all of this without one of the best players in college football and Travis Hunter. Yeah. No, there was people that came that. I was just saw him tonight, man. 
He's a really good player. I wish we got to see him tonight. There, there were people that were coming at me on social media because I was talking about ASU at that point was up at halftime, whatever, and the CU fans were in my mentions talking about, oh, well, you know, they're doing this without Travis Hunter. If you're new here and you don't understand what ASU has been through on the injury market, Trent Borgay was their third quarterback going into the season. Shout out Trent Borgay because I think he played a hell of a game. The offensive line is quite literally a makeshift offensive line. They're without, I think they have five scholarship linebackers healthy. You're missing, we don't know where Jalen Conyers was tonight. And then you look at, I knew where he was. I was watching him the whole time. And then in the secondary, where Ricky Baskey there's, there's, yeah. Where, where's my best friend, Jalen? Where's Jaylen? my friend? Where's my best there friend? There he is. Where's my best friend, Jalen? Yeah, where's my best friend, Jalen? Which Gunners. hurts me because I was sitting right next to you the entire time. It's really tough, man. Look, again, credit to Shador. I talked to shit. See you. They, they pulled it off, man. In the last 16 minutes of the game, Shador was 7 of 10, 94 yards, a touchdown, and a buck 81 passer rating. Three carries, 15 yards, and then that one TD drive. Can I also say how lame? I love this celebration. I think it's hilarious. Like, yeah, flex on them. Like, yeah. You're, 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 you're not a normal person. You're Shadur Sanders. You're Deion Sanders' son. Flex on him. But still be so corny that immediately when the final whistle blows, you go and get the 70K watch. You Is that really, what he did? Yeah. The second oh the game ended, he was doing this and he had it on. He probably put it on before the game was over, if I'm being honest. Like, stop that. God. I mean, you can do that because you won, but stop it. Christopher in the chat. Skill players being zero. It's a line. Neither school has them. Speed doesn't matter if you can't dominate the O. It depends on lines. 2-3 deep. Excited for November 18th. I mean, it... I disagree that skill positions don't matter because I think this game looks wildly different if Travis Hunter's out there for Colorado. And I think this game looks a little different if Jalen is actually playing the entire game. Like, I'll be frank, I think it looks wildly different, but you know, I think the game is won and lost in the trenches. You know, I thought skill it was really good tonight. An impact. Say that one more time. You know, I thought it was really good tonight. Who? Um, as as uh, Jordan Clark would say, B Ward decord. B -Ward, I thought, I thought Brian Ward really called a good game. I thought he yeah. called a really good game. There were some really fun pressures tonight. And, I mean, obviously they got home a ton. But, and, and, and credit to the players that, that were the ones getting home. But there was just a ton of, like, unique things that you don't see from ASU's defense usually. So, I thought Brian Ward had a really good game. Yeah. Again, it, it, it's tough because the defense – in reality has played pretty well all season long. They've been a middle of the pack to top tier defense in this conference. And it's gotta be a little demoralizing if you're the defense. And really I'll say for the first time this season, it felt like it, it felt like the defense let them down in the last minute of the game. Even though they played, you know, what, 59 minutes better? Like it really is, it goes to show that this is, you have to play every damn minute. You have to play every damn snap. And I think, you know, coaches will say it, media people will say it, players will say it, but like when it gets down to a situation like this, and you really see how the last minute of the game can, can impact, you know, the, the, the final stretch, it's truly Are tough. we media people? I don't know what we are. What, what would you consider us? Just a, a fella. We're a fiend of the game. I'm a student of the game. You're a student of the game? You yeah. still learning, buddy? Yeah, I'm still I'll be learning. your teacher if you'd like. Yeah. Uh, I, what I was trying to figure out most today was, like, why Jalen Conyers wasn't on the field. I didn't really understand that whole thing. Yeah? Yeah. 
do you, do you have any inside information? No. No? no I was, that's, why, that's why I'm a student. I was trying to figure it out. You're trying to learn? Yeah. You're trying to learn? Hi guys. Well, look, we're going to help you learn. You know you what's learn. a crazy stat real fast? Sorry. No, go ahead. Both teams were 100% on fourth down. They were 7 of 7. 3 for 3 for a switch. 7 of 7 of those 5 of 5. That's crazy. Let me check. The fourth down conversion, I think, yeah, I think it's four for four for ASU and three for three for CU. No, three for three and two for two. Oh, so five of five. My math is bad. I'm bad at math. Um, was this the worst punting matchup you've ever seen? No, no. I've seen some last week's punting by ASU. I would rather, I would rather be locked in a dark room on every single special teams play than not watch then watch that punting performance last week. It was truly atrocious. Truly, yeah, truly that was atrocious. Bad. <laughs> I don't know. Look, look, guys, we got 100 plus in the chat. Hit that like we button. Do. Hit that hey, subscribe friend, button for us. We appreciate Can all I of tell you. Tell me something dirty. Whoa. Whoa. Dirtiest Whoa. word gets Whoa. a prize. No, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't do, that. don't do what Shane just said. But what you should do <laughs> is you should head over. Shane goes back there like, dude. Head over I'm to splashsports.com. <laughs> Join in on all the fun that we've got going on over on Splash Sports. PHNX has a weekly pick em, an NFL Survivor contest for everyone to participate for real money. This is how you guys can enter. Head to splashsports.com slash PHNX. The link is in the description and sign up. Deposit cash to get started, and it's just five dollars to enter. Five smacks, five smackaroons, five schmeckles. PHNX weekly NFL pick'em contest and PHNX Survivor contest. Head over to SplashSports.com/PHNX to join in. We'll have different contests coming out, so we are stoked to compete with and against all of you, especially all you CU fans in the chat. Sign up because we're gonna beat you. I promise I'll beat you at something. Be sure to click our link in the description. Yeah, I got a pretty cool picture of Coach Prime. I mean, I, he's kind of like Barney from How I Met Your Mother, where like every uh, single picture you take of him I is cool. I thought you were just going to stop at Barney. No, he's not kind of like Barney, <laughs> the dinosaur. Um, and I know he has his own sunglass brand thing yeah. going on, and that sale thing's working really well. We got a sale for you. It's Shady Raids. You can shop their entire collection at their brand new locations here in the Keelan Commons in Scottsdale. See you, fans. If you, you know, those, if those glosses are a little too pricey for you and you can't buy some Coach Primers, I don't know, what, what are they called? I don't know. Okay. Then you can go get some Shady Rays over at the Keelan Commons location, a full-stop shop for all things Shady Rays. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, you're going to change them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk. When you shop, their team always has your back and exclusively for our Coach Prime lovers and haters. Our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50. That's 5-0% on two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Andrew um, in the chat, Buffs fan, but you know i got to hit that like button. Look, we appreciate, appreciate you guys. We really, really do. There's a comment above, too, if you want to scroll up for a sec, Jacob. Um, somebody Are you said, on your yeah, first marker? Lin Lando oh, said, ASU is just like CU. Let the coaches live. You can see what they're building. 100%. Um, and I think one has been blessed with Louis bags and good vibes, and the other has been cursed with an injured O-line and a student section that leaves at halftime. But I think one team is – I think both teams are building something special. And I, I know we've seen it in practice and talked about it a ton. And, I think this team's going to be really good, man. And just give it a couple years. Yeah. <laughs> Shane, one of the, the beautiful parts of having you back on this show is we're going to do some of our old favorite segments. Well, but no. Yeah. Stop that. Yeah. Because you do the lyric of the game without me. You should. Well, we'll, we'll get to the chat. lyric of the game. No. Chat. You 
make sure this man does lyric of the game when I'm not here. You're forcing chat to make me do this? Yes. Okay, well, we're going to do aftertaste okay. first. So, Shane. Well, you guys, you don't do this without me? No, we do this without you. Yeah. What was forced in a very personal fashion in your pie hole? Nothing good. Like, very aggressively. Nothing good. Nothing um, good. When you... Uh, sand from a sandstorm. Oh god. Yeah, when you're breathing it in. A lot? Are we talking like mouthful of sand? Yeah. yeah. Nothing good. I once went for a run. Oh god. Story uh, time. After the Canadian fires yeah. like last year. And I didn't know there were fires. And I woke up the next morning and I'm like, I have COVID. Well, my lungs were just burning because I was inhaling smoke. You know what this tastes like? This tastes like a shoe. This tastes like a shoe in my mouth. It's gross, it's dirty, it's Have you nasty, tasted a it's shoe? leather. Yeah. Yeah. Have you not? You never tasted a shoe? You've done, done, you've done a shoey. Hang on, I don't taste the shoe. No. This tastes like a full-on boot in my mouth. It's disgusting, it's gross, and at a certain point you're like, why is this boot in my mouth? You know? You've never wondered that? You've never had a boot in your mouth and been like, why the fuck is this here? No. Not a single time. No, because if a boot is in my mouth, I know damn well <laughs> why it's in my mouth. I can I've never had one, but I cannot foresee a situation where there's a person's shoe in my mouth and I'm like, ah, could be you. Ah, I wonder why. How did this happen? How did this happen? Well, this is this is a conundrum. There's a shoe in my mouth. That's exactly what this one's like for me, man. Oh, it's puzzling. Huh? No, it doesn't no. taste like a toe. No. It tastes like a shoe. No. Uh, it, it tastes gross and it tastes nasty and it's like. Yes. What is this high jinx? That's Somebody's what it foot's like. in my mouth. That's never. <laughs> Who's foot's in your mouth? Somebody, I said. Oh, somebody, not a specific person. No. No, we've talked no. a lot about feet on this show. No. Oh, I haven't. Yeah. Stop saying woo. <laughs> Sorry, man. Let's go ahead and get to the lyric of the game, shoe boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate you, and I hate being back, and I'm glad I'm flying out tomorrow. Oh, it's God. time for the lyric of the game. Da -da 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 -da. Tonight's lyric of the game comes from Drake's brand new album, For the Dogs. <laughs> uh, the song is Slime You Out, featuring SZA by oh. Drake. Um, and it goes, you got my mind in a terrible place. Uh, not really because I'm like sad for this team, but I'm also, I'm just like really confused. Yeah. Um, so my mind's kind of like scatterbrain. Scatterbobrain. Scatterbobrain. I got scatterbobrain. Um, yeah, so. Now look, this is, this is a tough situation because I think for ASU fans, they have, at least, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak on my perspective here. Okay. I, I said last week, and, and ASU fans, let me know if you feel the same way that like after the Cal loss, I wasn't gonna talk myself into into this in, into picking this team to win anymore. And I didn't. On Friday we did our predictions. I didn't predict this team to win, but they played in a way that made me feel like they had a chance. You've given everybody hope. And that's what I I hate, man. I absolutely hate the fact that at the end of the I day, don't. you don't hate that they give you hope? No, because I would much rather cover a team that is giving me hope and losing than a team that is not giving me hope and getting stomped every game. There's no worse place to be in college football than a team that is getting killed every game because you know what happens there? What happens? You don't get a draft pick at the end of the year. You just sit at the bottom of the standings. Um, we got something to talk about that's not very fun, kind of Vicky. 
There might be some problems in the... I don't want to say problems in the locker room. Uh, it seems... It seems that a player is upset. And it seems that our own Jalen Conyers is upset. Because he tweeted something. Yeah, Jalen tweeted a minute ago, I was ready. LOL. Um, so he's confused, as we are, as to why he wasn't playing. I don't know, man. Like, I'm not in the locker room. I'm not the one there. He is. You can take what you want from that. I don't know. I just... I don't know, dude. I'm with you. It, it's baffling, and I think for a lot of ASU fans, they feel the same. Because Jalen Conyers going into this season was a top tight end in the nation. Um, he was a guy that was, you know, figured to have a field day and eat almost every week in a Kenny Dillingham offense. And he get out there, and he only plays a few snaps. And even in those snaps, I think he was targeted maybe one, one time. One time. And it felt like he, they were using him as a decoy. He was in double coverage. <laughs> It's and just, he's still almost got it. He provides it. so much for this team that it is so, I don't know. It's, again. It's confusing. We've, look, I've heard things. We'll see where, where everything kind of goes uh, after the bye week because I think we're going to learn a lot. Uh, if if Jalen doesn't see the field significantly against Washington, after then, the bye week, yeah, then there's then there's a significant issue. Yep. Then there's a significant issue that needs to be discussed and it needs to be talked about. Um, if I hear anything, of course it'll be on Twitter. Uh, but it is it is a mind-boggling situation, and you got to figure that at the end of the day, Jalen Conyers makes you a better player than. Or he makes you a better team than without him. I think Jalen Conyers, you add him to any roster in the nation, he makes that football team better. Gary in the chat, ASU has a really good QB. Uh, I don't know if he's being sarcastic, but Trenton Bourdieu, I felt like we haven't talked a whole lot about him, um, but it felt like he had himself a good game. He missed a few throws, specifically, I think, in that early fourth quarter when ASU was driving before that field goal attempt. It looked like he missed, uh, I don't know if it was X or Caleb Black, on what looked like it could have been a potential touchdown. How would you evaluate the way Trent Morgan played tonight? I thought he was good. I don't think he was great, but I thought he was good. Um, I, he, he, he's a solid quarterback. He's a good college quarterback. I, I'm, I, it's just really upsetting what the injury gods have taken away from ASU, whether that be a fully hot, healthy offensive line or a full season from Jaden Rashada. Um, but I don't want to knock what Borgay did tonight. I thought he, in most of his throws, put ASU in a situation to win the game. There were some misses, and again, that goes back to capitalizing on those big moments. But... Uh, he was good enough to win the game tonight, for yeah, sure. He what, it, let me turn that back on you. If if you had to pick out one thing that shaped the game, like what is the one thing that caused ASU to lose? Not a specific play, but one thing about this team. One thing about this team? Tonight. I think the one thing that made this game or that resulted kind of, I guess, in, in ASU losing was it felt like at a certain point, and, and obviously so, Coach Prime really took the training wheels off Shador and he let him go be Shador Sanders. And I think at a certain point, I needed to see that from Kenny in the offense. And in, in, in that third quarter, 
because that third quarter, and this is consistently, this is not new. This is the third quarter for Arizona State has been especially bad all season long. I don't know if it's adjustments. I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know if it's the players not being able to get up in the third quarter. I don't know what it is. But this team has been abysmal in the third quarter is coming Kenny out of a break. Is Kenny really bad at bad halftime speeches? <laughs> I don't know, man. But that's 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 what did it for me. Is obviously Dion is gonna give his son every opportunity to go out there and win the game. And it just felt like again, it kinda goes back to Jalen. Like we know the relationship and the connection that Jalen and Trenton have. It feels like you throw those two out together. there. It feels like you throw those two out there in the third quarter. They're able to at least do something. I would lo- I would love to hear what Trenton thought of tonight. I would love to hear his thoughts on the situation. Of Trenton? He's going to give you the quarterback answer. He's going to say that it, even though they ended up leading that drive, he's going to find a way to put no. it on himself. No. I want to hear what he thinks about Jalen. Oh, about Jalen? It would certainly certainly be interesting. You know what would be worse than losing to Colorado? What? Losing to Colorado and then watching U of A beat USC. They're winning right now, They're aren't up they? 10-0 at the end of the first quarter. Caleb Williams is 1 for 6. 1 for 6? I might throw up. I might throw up. That's that's how... Oh, literally. At least we get to uh, hang out on Little Pete's. Shout out Illegal Pete. The vibes are great here. The vibes are great. Come through if you're watching us on your phone somewhere uh, on Mill or if you're in Tempe, stop by, say hi. Let's grab a drink. Let's talk a little ASU football or CU if you want to come throw a jab at me or give me a little no, shade. Don't throw. Don't. No punches. No. Okay. Yeah. Don't hit me. <laughs> I'd appreciate it if nobody, you know, kind of got me there. That would that'd be tough. But regardless, it's been a tough weekend uh, of football for ASU fans. So I wouldn't blame you. I'd actually support you guys if you opted to maybe stop at a local dispensary and pick up some OGs guys they have a million and five different flavors for you they got peaches and cream they got watermelon they got the apples they've got literally everything that you can imagine hall of flavor the apples hall of yeah the apples the reds the greens hall of fame flavors if you will guys check out our friends at OGs brands for yourself and try one or a few of their many delicious flavors check them out across all socials at OGs brands and online at ogsbrands.com to find them at a local dispo near you. You must be 21 to enjoy responsibly. Yep, you got to be 21 plus to enjoy some Four Peaks as well. As I said, it's been tough on the road in different states not having Four Peaks available whenever I wanted it um, because Four Peaks is simply the best beer. Oh, you know where I was two nights ago? Where? The, the fair. fair. And you know what? A nice man did for me that was serving four peaks at one of the stands. He gave you a free one? No, but he... (laughs) Well, actually, he gave me half a free one because he let me sample something that I've never had before. And it was half Joy Bus and half Hazy. Ooh! And it's like something that I guess people from Four Peaks get all the time. It That's was like a Four Peaks special? Unbelievable. Try that if you haven't. You can ask for it at the 8th Street Pub in Tempe. Drown your sorrows in some four. Pizzle, it's the best beer in the valley. It's the best beer in the world. Um, and as Donald said, the wheels on the bus fall off. 
in the third corner for ASC, but the wheels of the bus of the Joy Bus never fall off. Ooh. Over at Four Peaks. Visit fourpeaks.com slash located to find all your favorite breweries, tours, and events. Stein holding Oktoberfest, the spooky haunted brewery tours that are happening right now. Boom. Check out at Four Peaks Brew Up and at Four Peaks Pub to keep with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery, but you gotta be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks and please drink them responsibly. Absolutely. Before we get out of here, it is time for the flick of the game. Shout out somebody that kills it on social media and shout out somebody who is just an absolute awesome, awesome person. Yeah. Res Devil himself. Happy birthday, yeah. Res Devil. Res Devil at the game. And sorry for all the people we come out of the picture. Yeah. It was just, it's Res Devil's birthday, yeah. man. Show Res Devil some love on social media. Dude deserves it. He's an absolute, absolute legend in Tempe. Yeah, he's a super fan. He's he's the best. Uh, happy birthday, good sir. Shane, any final thoughts on this game and then where ASU needs to get right? Outside of the injury stuff, where does ASU need to get right on this bye week? I think they uh, um, need to just have success on normal plays. <laughs> Because most of the splash plays were like something weird was going on. Yeah. Other than just a drag route, because that mesh concept was working all night. Um, yeah, they just need something consistent. And again, I hope that it's it's just the, the, the players are banged up. And, you know, a guy like Scadaboo, who was not himself tonight, can you know, get right through the bye week and, and, you know, you have a guy that carries the ball 20 times for 90 plus yards. Like that is the consistency that you need. And they just did not have that tonight. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm with you. I think this is, this is a moment um, where ASU coaches need to take the day and really the week and they need to kind of evaluate where they go from here as well. Um, because I think there are certain things that can change that can really help this team get it together and be competitive in games against Washington, Washington State, Oregon, because that's, you know, it's like we said, it's not going to get any easier for Arizona State down the stretch. Here's uh, some more bad news for ASU fans. Oh Your strength of schedule just got a little worse. Uh, the wagon that is the Wyoming football team just took down Fresno State 24 to 19 as David Rodgers puts out the chat. Go Pokes, their wagon. Before everybody gets out of here, hit that like button. We appreciate you. You can follow the program on social media at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. We really do appreciate all the ASU and CU fans in the chat genuinely. Uh, we really do love you guys. And come out to Illegal Pete's if you can. And if you're on audio, we really appreciate you as, as well. Uh, you can follow me on social at Anthony underscore Toach. You can follow this guy, Big Pokey himself, who this is, you know, a, a temporary post game. He's going to hopefully be back with us months down the line, but follow him on social at Shane Deep because he's doing some really, really cool shit. Yeah, I'll and be back, I promise. We will see you guys Monday at 2 p.m. Just because it's a bye week for ASU doesn't mean it's a bye week for us, so we'll see you there. But in the meantime, enjoy your Saturday and peace.